Welcome to another Fatty Z Muskie podcast. I'm Andy, joined to my right by Vance, wearing a very dirty Pittsburgh Pirates hat. I'm, I'm going to be staring at that the whole show. There's some dog hair on there. Not some. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of dog hair on that. And uh, he's sitting in front of Ranger. And uh, sitting 65 miles away is Todd Young on the telephone. And I have no idea if he's wearing a dog-haired Pittsburgh Pirate hat. I am not wearing a hat right now. Okay. Now Vance just had to take the hat off and look at it. (laughs) (laughs) We're nice and distracted now. Come on, focus. Focus. Okay, here we go. This podcast is brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. FattyZMuskie.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check us out. And uh, you guys have heard it like 90 times already, so... You know where to go. But we're also brought to you by Wiley Lures. You can, uh, well, there's not a real good place to check out Wiley Lures, but Muskie Thrills, as far as I know, when recording this podcast, the store is still open if you need to get your order in for uh, Wiley Lures. He, Dale makes a whole array of nice trolling crankbaits. I, I don't think that, I know he still makes the occasional jerkbait, but I think it's a special order. You almost need to be, on the in crowd, Todd, Todd, is that correct? Yeah, you, you shouldn't be talking about that right now. Okay, yeah. X that yeah. last. Okay, <laughs> but uh, well, I think Frischerio said something about it. He did. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. two so, two, in a, two in a row here. If Dale gets a bunch of orders for old jerk baits, he's going to be uh, he's going to know where it came from, and it's going to be uh, beneficial. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, muskythrills.com is the website you can go to to order. And then you also have Jackson Lure, which occasionally has some Wiley Lures in stock. I'm not sure if that's still going right now. I, I should have fact-checked that. Vance, have you looked at that? I, maybe in the last month he had some fives, some head shakers. No, he didn't. I don't. Yeah, fives, head shakers, fat bodies, and some kings. Real limited. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's a great place to order from. So I've ordered from there. They're very nice. And uh, O'Donnell's. Was that O'Donnell Sports Shop? Is that the name, Todd? Yeah. Yes, O'Donnell Sport and Sports Shop. It's not like Mark's Bait Tackle and Ammo, but it's O'Donnell's. No. And uh, Tackle and Ammo, guns, crossbows, bows. So, okay. Getting back and to Wiley. And Wiley. So, go check them out, O'Donnell Sports Shop, and... You can also, you know, look at St. Croix rods. St. Croix rods, best on earth. If you're looking for a uh, new fishing rod, give St. Croix a decent look. They make a rod for just about every situation and budget. So that leads us to Todd. Yes, we have Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishandguides.com. Vance and I both booking trips. Our June is really filling up, so, I mean... I think after the show we're going to do this weekend, it's going to be uh, it's going to be really hard to get some people in. I was talking to some guys today, and uh, you know, trying to get them in in the early season, in that June season. We're going to have lots of stuff available for the summer and the fall, but uh, give us a call. We will do everything we can to get you on onto the fish. That's uh, Memorial Day weekend through. November at Chautauqua Lake. I will also do some stuff in the early season. Uh, April, May, around here, western Pennsylvania, we always catch some fish. 
Uh, it's not quite like Chautauqua fishing, but we'll do our best to get you on some fish. We always have a good time. Uh, give us a call. The time to book is now. Not later. Not later. Not later. Because I don't know how much we're going to have for later. But, uh, yeah, give us a call. And also brought to you by Boss Shad. Boss Shad made over in Ohio. Paul Frustrio, we just had him on last weekend. Great guy. Uh, makes some great baits. Using them. I've been using them the last few years here. And believe me, we, we're, we're getting a lot of fish on those baits. Paul's going to be down at the Musky Max. That's where we're all geared up and ready to go to the Musky Max show. That's coming up this Saturday and Sunday. Down in, at, uh, down in Cranberry, Pennsylvania. Just north of Pittsburgh. It's at the... Uh, Double Tree Double Hill. Tree. Double Tree Hilton. Yes, I, I still want to call it the Sheraton. That's what it used to be. But Double Tree Hilton, it's going to be a good time. Uh, Weather's looking lot, promising. We're going to have a lot of baits there. Weather looking good. There's going to be a lot of, I mean, it's really cool. You can get to meet Dale. Paul's going to be there. You're going to be able to, uh, you know, come down and see, actually meet some of these guys that make these baits. It's kind of cool. I love it. And you can get the custom boss shads down there. Limited All the quantities. custom custom colors, custom sizes, custom stuff that I don't even know what a lot of that stuff is. But uh, we're going to learn we a do, lot. We will learn about it. And you can also find Boss Shad's marked bait, tackle, and ammo. Ravenna, Ohio. Online stores up. They have a Facebook page, and he carries a wide selection of colors, sizes of Boss Shad. So support our sponsors. They support us. And uh, that's what keeps this podcast rolling. And with that, we're going to segue over to Vance. Yeah, we'll get right into it. Power rankings for this week. Uh, if you want to get involved, uh, send in your submissions. There's been some I've missed, uh, and, and I apologize for that, just because we've had an array of guests on these past couple of weeks and whatnot. Uh, but still... Uh, Voice your disgust with Vance. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, just send in your submissions on, on one of those facebook threads or use uh just the facebook messenger but uh we'll get into it uh we're gonna have three this week um and coming in at three uh will be todd yeah i'm gonna you know i listened to the podcast from last week when i, when I was really dogging on the blow up you were and, grumpy uh, I, I yeah i was dumping on it yeah yeah but I but I will say this, you know, there's nothing, there is nothing more exciting probably than catching one on a topwater, catching one on a topwater strike. So mine comes in at the topwater strike. I don't mean to disenfranchise these people <laughs> that uh, like the topwater fish, but... Uh, I still don't like blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I, blow up is what it is. We didn't catch it. I, but, saw, uh, I saw you from yeah, actually catching one on the top water. That's some good stuff. Yeah. you And I've witnessed you throw one. I, I've, I've seen you fumbling around in your box. You're like, I do this mm -hmm. once or twice a year. Yeah. And I do it. I do it. Then I don't I, think it's the, yeah. by any means, the, the, uh, the best way to catch one. I don't think it's your, I think your numbers are going to go way down, you know. I'm throwing them sometimes, hooking fish on raptors every 
15 minutes and I'm throwing this top water, this blah, 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 or whatever it's still on over top. And every once in a while, one will grab it. Mm-hmm. But uh, when they do, I caught one of my first 40 inch fish on a top water a long time ago. And uh, the thing hit it like three times. He didn't miss it, he just hit it. <clears throat> I like that. So you you were you were casting out. It was coming in. Plop 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 plop. And yes, it came. Hit the bait. Bait went flying. Fish went flying. I just kept cracking. Bait went flying. Fish went cry, flying. And the third time he grabbed it up near the boat, about ten feet from the boat. And yeah, it was a forty-four. It was a nice nice one for me back thirty-five years ago. Now I I think we should we should make this clear for the people that live in the regions of Canada and the Midwest that live and die by the plop, plop, plop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have thrown top water early on in my musky fishing career. I don't even take one in the boat anymore. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I think I've had a couple fish splash at it maybe. And I just, mm-hmm. I just like, no, I'm, I'm done doing this. Mm-hmm. Did and, they blow up? I'm going to tell you what. Guts and blood everywhere. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it without saying blow up, so I tried to say splash around That's it. That's why you said splash. I appreciate that, Andy. Thank you. And, but it, who knows what it was? I mean, it could have been a bass for all I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know people catch a lot of fish on the top waters, but we, I think it would also, if you have 100 people fishing a lake and 99 of them are throwing top water and there were x amount of fish caught of course there's going to be some caught on top yeah it's not that i'm saying that it's for around here i don't find that it's it's to be an advantage lure maybe maybe there's a there's a presentation for it i mean there's textbook crap that you you read about all the time or you hear on some show or something like like that read flats or so you know we're gonna just until and then once the sun came up we switched over to our double tens and our jerk baits and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know you hear that all the time about the top water but but to me, you you got to want to catch one on top water because it is going to be more exciting. I mean, the hit the hits are incredible. Yeah. When you actually hook them up, it's incredible. But you're sacrificing some serious numbers around here if you're going to do that. Opportunities, even yeah. Yeah, yep. Uh, I've uh, taken guys on charter trips that were just like, I love top water. You know, we'll have a two, three fish a day throwing jerk baits, and you know they're they're there for a couple more days and you know i can think of one specifically where you know three days later he's like i had the best topwater hit i ever had in my life today you know it hit the bait it skyrocketed four feet out of the water it was great i was like oh that's that's awesome man how you know any other action he's like no that was it and he said how'd you guys do i was like yeah we got six on jerk baits (laughs) yeah Yes, in the so same you, weed bed, you, you know, that's the difference. I mean, if you want to catch them on those, go for it. But And I do it. I do it occasionally. You know, I, I just set my mind to it. I was like, oh, I'm going to get one on one of these. But it's not the easy way to go about it. I think you they, just want to catch a muskie. Everybody's, uh, uh, you know, initial musky starter pack maybe how they go mm-hmm. into the into the fishing world probably had something like a you know a booker top water a suic mm-hmm. some bucktails 
some bucktails and what else? What else? Would normally, it's like a That's shallow a invader or a, a shallow invader, like yeah. a depth raider of some sort. Grandma, oh, something yeah. like yep, that. Yeah. A, a little crankbait you can twitch around and, and what have you. But you know, I, and I guess I've never really I, I put some thought into this topwater stuff because you know I I, I, I hate this. You know, I hate to sit here and, and I'm sure there's people that are like yelling at their radio because of what I said. It's it's it could just be the fact that we got a fish. We're forced to fish eight to twelve foot of water to get anything close to the shore with the weed beds. I, I, you, mm-hmm. you couldn't very mm-hmm. well fish a raptor in, in two foot of water that's like a, a gravel bottom with reeds going in it. Mm-hmm. It, it just it could you can't be, do it. it it's it's yeah. a necessity, you mm-hmm. know and. Well, if you got two foot of water column to deal with, or four foot, I mean, you can work raptors and stuff in that. But even still, it's it. it so probably... you're right. I mean, it could be coming down to where we're fishing. Yes. You know, and I did see that when I went to Minnesota. When I went out there for some tournaments, you know, I saw that there was fish getting caught up in some really, <laughs> I mean, some crazy, some crazy stuff. But I know if you fished where we live, you fish like that all the time, you're not going to catch that many fish. Your boat will be stuck in the weeds. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to be able to catch them. Your 36-volt so trolling regional, motor you know? will yeah. be locked up with weeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I broke a trolling motor on weeds, according oh, to the mechanic, really? the one guy. Now, t- that was a big weed. <laughs> I mean, what, what was it that... Essentially, the if you were to grab like four blades of grass, is that what I pulled up that prop? <laughs> that is what it, what that was. I mean, I took that prop off that day too. If anybody remembers that, uh, what what was that? A fifty-five pound thrust power drive. Correct. I had that thing back for service like twice in a year. The second time it died. Todd, remember when we we were we were mm-hmm. using that seventy pound or seventy horsepower trolling motor? Yeah. Yeah, I use it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Was that... it that one that you grab by your hand and steer it, <laughs> yeah. and it takes gasoline? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yamaha. They make a nice. They make make a nice uh, trolling motor, but uh, yeah, I pulled. What did I? We took that prop off. There was, God, literally like four blades of of grass on there. Grass. The yeah. guy. The guy. The guy handed them to me. And he was like, "This is what did it right here." Broke your whole system. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And that's why I had to pay him. I was just like, whatever. F it. Yeah. This is ridiculous, man. I'm never coming back here. I can't remember a time that I actually broke a trolling motor. I know. In, in weeks prior, you were running your trolling motor, like, off rocks and stumps. And it was set. There are times that I use my prop. <laughs> To like skip myself forward through the mud, like half the props in the mud, so it's like the water isn't driving me; it's acting like a screw in well, the you mud. Hit, you hit something, and then there was a bunch of mud, and then there was like a giant deadhead that was just floating. Then, <laughs> you like chopped it in half, and then two weeks later, I'm up in, you know, the middle of nowhere in New York at this guy's garage, who's a dealer, and he's like, "Yeah, these these blades of grass broke the whole system. Give me fifty bucks." It's like sweet. You just said, okay, my, my wallet's in the truck, and you yeah. grab the trolling motor, walk just out, and just leave. drive away. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so redemption for the top water. Redemption for the top water, guys. Yeah. It's it, It's insane. Popular in bass fishing, too. Remember them old jitterbugs? I've caught a lot of fish. That's the only way I would ever catch a bass. Yeah, it was, we're jitterbugs. At That's night, the only we way would I catch even them. wanted to fish for them. Yeah, we would catch them at night. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you really you couldn't see much. Yeah, uh, but all you would hear is pop, 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 and then you hear kabloop. Yeah, I, I guess I, I'll take this just a little bit more further. Around, you know, I I I'd like to think that throughout the musky world there are bowfin, and some people really dog on bowfin. They call them dogfish and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever else, and they don't. They are a blast. So if 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 you time it right in the spring. When they're like starting to pair up or do whatever they do for breeding, mm. and you get like a bass buzz bait, them suckers will hit it like every three feet all the way to the boat. They just mm. have a poor eating technique, <laughs> and, and, and they're just it's it's hilarious. You've I mean, caught a lot of them. I've caught a ton of both. I don't think I've ever caught a bowfin, Todd. You? I've never I've never caught one. They are the the the, the only day I ever really saw them was one day I was fishing with Andy. And it's the only day I've ever seen them. Both in Hunter. And, you know, but Todd was playing with them, and they were hitting. Mm. They were hitting. I, I couldn't catch them. They have, like I just said, a poor eating technique, and they're a lot of fun. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I I can turn this podcast into a, a whole other thing. I mean, we have another topic we want to discuss, but they just. Ha- they have to be in the river system. They are. They're, yeah. all, they're all through everything. Yeah. But, you know, they're native, so. They, they obviously they look like snakeheads, but mm-hmm. they're not. But you, you you get one hooked, and they're spirited fighters, and uh, they're they're a lot of fun. But yeah, when when you get one to start popping on top water, it's a, oh jeez, yeah, it, because they just keep going. It yeah, they just keep they just keep at it. I don't know why. Hit 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 hit. hit yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll hit it six times. Yeah. They don't care. It's like those damn gar. When I was plowing through them last year, they would hit like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, yeah. You know, on that on that raptor, just like pow, pow, pow. You know, it startles you. You you know, it's almost like a uh, like a natural reaction to you know any fisherman when something bumps the lure. You, oh yeah. You set the hook. You're just. Like, oh, you almost want to like wire. It happens two seconds. You know, it goes hit, and I'm, I set the hook. I'm like, oh my gosh, dang gar! It happens again. I set it again. Like it's. It's just natural, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, and I know it's a you, damn guard. You don't know. I've caught muskies right in with them. Actually, that's why we were fishing in those spots. I kept going back to that area where where, where you were having all that gar action because oh yeah, we were getting muskies there too. Oh yeah, and uh, the the one day I pulled in and it was absolutely insane. There was a th- honestly, I'm not no exaggeration, a thousand gar, <laughs> and within ten minutes. They sliced apart like four swim baits that the guys were throwing, hmm. the fat AZ swimmers. And uh, I was like, okay, we're going to move on right now. That's <laughs> Even though we make them. I'm, I'm, running, like, I'm running out of rubber. Yeah. That's still like 20-some dollars yeah. worth of, of our price on rubber baits. The material cost. It's like, yeah. yeah, this is just insane. <laughs> we're moving on. Yeah. No, we we got carried away there. Top water catch. Mm. Okay, I gotta, I gotta. Well, let's go a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I need a professional opinion on this. Okay, so you're 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 not using a top water bait. Let's just say, <coughs> let's go go with the raptor. You throw the raptor out as soon as it hits the water. A fish eats it. Is that a top water strike? I mean, obviously it's a strike, but would you say you caught it on top water? No. I mean, n- n- no. <laughs> Right? You caught yeah. it jerking. I, well, it just hit the water. You didn't even get the jerk. That, hap- did you that have happened that hit to you. On? Yeah, that I happened. think that was the first time that ever happened to you, Andy, wasn't it? I've had, I've had stuff like that, that happen. Time. 
but it, it, it's it's very frustrating when that's one of the first times I fished with you, and it's like I think it was the first time because I remember you turning and looking, the bait hit the water, the fish nailed it, and I I just remember your 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 look when you turned and looked at me. It was like I didn't even do I didn't even engage the reel. Yeah, nothing. Ha- I mean, I, I didn't do anything. I, I, I was think like, yep, when, that was a fish. When I was explaining that to you, I wanted to let you know that I didn't mess up <laughs> and not set the hook. I was just explaining to you. I'm like, yeah, that one was out of my hands. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was yeah. perfect. It wasn't pass. me. Like, what was that? Yeah, was that a seagull? <laughs> so you were surprised. Well, Todd, you have to be Todd, surprised. Todd had, I mean, you, you always get surprised when, when I mean, we watched it in the PMTT. Todd, remember that in thirteen when we went that forty-seven yeah, that, guy, that was caught. Yeah. We had just trolled through the area, and this guy launched a bulldog. It hit the water, and immediately the fish was on it. And Todd, I think we've said it before. Todd's like he has a fish, yeah. and he doesn't know. He's he got a nice fish right there. Yeah, he has a fish, and he doesn't even know. Yeah, yeah it took like another second or two before the, he realized. That was like, oh, there he says, yeah, you just set the hook. It's <laughs> a nice thing about trolling, you know. You look at everyone else and see it all. Yeah, the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> look, they look like they cut another one. <laughs> no, but I'll never forget that day that we went. That was the first day. That was like the first spot we we probably didn't fish for more than a couple minutes. Yeah, you you had a fish, or you you caught a fish, or you lost a fish, and then raised a fish, something. Yeah, you know, you had action from a couple fish real quick, and then I had that one yeah. her splash, and then splash. Was that yeah. during tournament hours? This was just fun no, fishing no. with Todd. This is just the first time I ever fished with Andy. We got a, I got a really nice mid forties right after that. Yeah, I think it was a Goldie. Pre fishing. It was on Goldie. It was on Goldie. Pre fishing. Yeah. No, we were just fishing no. in New York. We were just up oh, to oh, fishing. That, that story that I'm I was sorry. talking about with PMTT was... Good Lord. I was going to say, that, that is, one. that's pretty insane action for K-Run. No. No, it didn't happen to K-Run. Okay. It happened to Yeah. We hijacked this one long enough. Okay, let's oh, go. Good God. Yeah. Okay, okay, are, we, are we done with Topwater? <laughs> hey, you know, one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Do you remember that same day I hooked one in the back? Yes. <laughs> I, I did. It was big, and, and 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 you're just you felt powerless. It was a four footer, and I'm like Andy. I, we're not going to get this fish, but we're going to try. I, I think I didn't it like tail walk or something, and then it, oh the, the god, bait. the thing would kept. Yeah, but, but I was I was babying it. Well, I mean, I hooked it in the mouth originally, and then threw the bait, hooked in the back, and uh, I kept playing it in. It, it, we got it halfway in. It got it got pretty close. Like if, if it got I got pretty close. If like, I had a twenty two, I, like, I could have submitted. You know, get it. the net ready. This is a big fish, and that was a bit, very big fish. Chew, Andy, chew. Yeah. <laughs> You're always in those back fish. Oh yeah, I can do that. If they get near it, I'm gonna hook them. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've had some fun with those. Yeah. Uh, All right, move on. Move on. We'll go to number two. You know, I was thinking. <laughs> Let's get, get to number two. <laughs> All right, number two going to be me. Uh, when you pull the fish out of the bag and it has perfect fins, do you, ever know, do you ever appreciate perfect fins on a fish? It makes it feel like it hasn't been caught before for some reason for me. I don't know if that's necessarily yeah. the case. Of course, all fish can heal. I've seen a lot of... Uh, you know, healed up fins and whatnot, but they're usually pretty split. But like, you know, those taxidermy fins, I've caught some fish where they look 
like all seven of those fins right there. Okay. And they're just untouched. So the fish is of higher quality to you if it's unmolested. Well, I don't know. It's just like, hey, this one's never been caught before. That's cool. You know? But now yeah, you're it's all it. jacked up, yeah. But now now I ruined it, yeah. But I mean it's it's like uh I don't know. I just it there's something about thinking about that. I don't know. It just seems neat. S- something that I find myself I mean I do look at the And fins. who knows if that's even true. Yeah. No. Yeah, I always look to see now my net doesn't do it because the my, my, my net bag is of such that it, it tends not to split the, the tail fin. Mm-hmm. But I always look at that and I always look for it in photos. Just is the tail fin bleeding? Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't. You know, it is what it is. It's not like I'm judging off that, but that's stuff I look for. But it's also kind of weird. I do, I, I guess I'd say I look at the fins more than I actually look at the coloration. And I'll let, like, let the fish go, and I'm like, huh, oh, I wonder what that fish really looked like. Because that's like, you don't ever take two seconds to look at the side of them. Mm hmm. I mean, obviously, if there's a lamprey on it or a giant boil, mm-hmm. you'll notice that immediately. But yeah. normally, you catch up on the actual profile of the fish by looking at your photos. Mm-hmm. That's yes. What, that's what I find. Yeah. We've seen so many pictures out there nowadays. It's, it, we look for little different things like that nowadays outside of size and girth and stuff like that. You kind of get bored of it. Look at fins, other crap like that. The boga. Oh, gosh. And, and people are using that, stuff like that, you know. That would actually segue, if you would have put me at number two, really well into what we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah. But it's perfect fins on a fish. I think it's neat. does make yeah. it feel like it's never been never been caught before. Have you ever looked at perfect? N- n- nothing clipped. Nothing clipped, yeah. Just a... Nothing clipped. All those big old fins just sitting there. Yeah. We've And we've got some big ones. Yeah, those look like they were never touched. Yeah, those, those fins are hand size. Yeah. Have you ever caught one with perfect fins but a tear in the lip? Uh, I mean, that's tough to that's tough to judge because I just ripped its whole mouth up, you know, stuff like that. So I, I like in the heat of all of it, I'm more you know the the couple seconds that you have with the fish, um, <laughs> you know I. I concentrate on them fins first, you know. That's it. Do you have like a little big V brand that you can boil into them? Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. They're not they're not unmolested anymore. You've laid claim to them. Yes. All right. Number two, perfect fins. Number one, Andy coming in at number one. Number one spot. Once again, I'm going to tell you what. He started slow in this stuff, but I'll tell you what, you're kicking butt now. I'm going to tell you, it must have just been that rookie season. Now <laughs> now i got a dynasty going. Yeah. Sophomore slump, and now you're just all, putting up Hall of Fame numbers here. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine is, and only a – some people can only appreciate, some people live it. That's why I gave this to you. Okay. Because I'm I'm lending people inside my world. Because I feel bad for you. Okay, so I got the pity vote, and uh, Todd knows what this is like. What do you think? In the last Todd two and a half weeks, close to three hundred and fifty baits we've cranked. 
with the combination of assembling hard baits and then the yeah, at least. swim baits and stuff. But I'm still poor, and I, I still did another couple hundred. So, mm-hmm. yeah, at least. When it comes to start to finish on the baits, yeah, you know, it, it's it's satisfying. Like, let's, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take the hard baits for example, and I'm gonna be taking the long way home on this. But <laughs> to get the baits all the way to the point of assembly, they go through this whole rigmarole. And after I get the second coat of epoxy and it cures off and I take the little stick that I use to hold them off, it's like this sigh of relief. Okay, they're done. But they're not done. No, they're not done. There's still a lot to do. (laughs) There's a lot of, you know, cleaning out screw holes, you know, a little bit of sanding on the tail area where the the peg was at from how the epoxy goes around it. You know, none of that's really all that big a deal. Then you got to screw in these screw eyes. The finishing work. It's the finishing work, and people don't realize just how tedious some of that stuff is. So when you have, like, a spread of baits, you know, and I'm not talking one or two. When you have 50, 100, 200 sitting in front of you, and you're like, well, there's 200 raptors here. There's 600 hooks. So i got to open up 600 split rings, and everyone does it. you got to clean out 600 holes maybe. Yeah. You know, to to get these eye screws in. So – it's crazy. When it's all said and done, and there is a percentage of baits that do not make it from start to finish, but yep. when, you, when you are done and it's putting the last hook on the all these baits that you just made, and that snap ring goes snap, then it's like it's done, but it isn't done. But when it comes down to like the stuff that really makes your hand hurt, mm-hmm. it's done. Yeah. It's and, done, yeah. And then you're looking at them and you're like, okay. Now I got to find a place to put you, and they need to be in everyone's tackle boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's putting that last the last hook on a order of baits. Now some people might paint six baits, and that's a lot of baits for them. Some people, you know, I hear people doing you know a thousand baits a week, things like that. Um, I just know where we're at, and I know that when that last hook goes snap on a you know big push of baits we're doing, it's deeply satisfying. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's my... Like, it's how, done. How big of a pain in the ass is putting hooks on those rubber baits? I've gotten pretty decent at it. Of course you did. Um, I, I, I've, I've heard a story recently about uh, some people named Vance and Todd who had to put these <laughs> hooks on these swim baits that don't have near the practice that I do. And I, I, I hear tell that it was a difficult task. Oh, it's just, it, sounded like a, yeah. Yeah, it sounded like a church there. Every other word was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vance got to see, and, and and there's a lot more than just like throwing that stuff together, you know. Yeah. And Vance, and Vance, you got to see that a little bit there Friday night before we went to the show. You know, you got to put them on. So Vance, Vance grabbed one. He clamps it on, and he did. I it just and, did uh, it like I would change a hook at, on the boat. You know, I could bend those those hooks in any rich way I really want. You know. Yeah. But. He assembled the a six incher with the hook down. That was the first. I think it was like the first one you did, and you were like, "Oh, geez." Okay. Like, no, you want to put it this way. You know, there's stuff that goes into all that with these guys. Made my mistake early. Bait. I got it out of the way and continued to make mistake after mistake. 
<laughs> I said, just take it out. We'll put a new one in. Yeah. We'll just put a new one. It's still, I'm going to give it to Andy. He can cut that off. Nice. <laughs> That's wonderful. So. Yeah. Well, so. It is. And it's fitting because we're ready for the shows. The inventory's getting built up. We have a, a pretty solid inventory right now. And hopefully I get more clear then i'll have a nice selection of fire tiger swimmers in all three sizes those are all going to me and todd never mind on that i'm not going to have any inventory on those those are a pain in the butt to paint and i told you guys to start using white and white with no eyes there's something about them fire tigers it's just every single one i have do not last i just yeah i don't know and i try try i mean it's it's been happening to me all along yeah I have a fire tiger sitting there, and I'll look at it for like two days, and I'll be like, "Okay, let's let's use it today." And then it's gone. That, that's five, the... five minutes yeah. later, because it's a rubber bait, you know. Yeah. The fire tiger raptor, it'll last forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that keeps me busy having to feed a thirst of fire tigers to these two. <laughs> <laughs> More. Okay. <laughs> That wraps up the power rankings. If you want to get involved, send in your submissions. We'll talk about them here on the air. Uh, get involved. It's a fun little segment. It's like three different fishing topics right now. Four even when we have guests on and whatnot. Maybe five. Maybe even five. We've done five before. So uh, Have we ever done six? I'm going to shut up. Yeah. You're, you're really <laughs> screwing up my vibe here. <laughs> send in your submissions. Uh, recap in this week. Three, the top water strike. Two. The perfect fins on a muskie uh, when you pull it out of the bag and won that last hook. Uh, While assembling a pile of baits. Yeah. Getting ready, building inventory, getting ready for the shows. Send your submissions in. Let's get into the topics this week. Okay. The topic this week is, it kind of stemmed from, I had no idea what really was happening, but I, I hopped on Facebook today and... There was a ton of fish photos, and they're like, Fat Tuesday, the Fat Tuesday this, this and that, and whatever. And I had no idea it was Fat Tuesday. I, it's a little embarrassing. I don't even know what that means. I think it's so is Mardi it, Gras is starting. What exactly is Mardi Gras? Because I don't follow this stuff. Okay, it's a celebration. I'm going to butcher this, but basically. There's like my a, birthday? There's a street, Bourbon Street, down in uh, New Orleans. People go there, they drink, they walk around. Well, it sounds fitting, Bourbon Street. But okay. Open carry, not for guns, but, you know, you can carry your drink from bar to bar, that stuff. Big, big booze fest. Fat Tuesday. Um, I think this also ties in with Lent. Am I crazy right now thinking that? You're supposed to, like, binge. You know. You, okay, so Mardi Gras, you're supposed to binge. I th- I'm, I'm pretty Tuesday. sure on Fat Tuesday you're supposed to binge. I might be butchering it. Clearly, I don't celebrate this. If if, if anything, when mm-hmm. I was younger, it was an opportunity to maybe eat something or get hammered, which I, I so of course you you don't. An excuse really, is just yeah. leaning post to fools. Yeah. So I think the 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 musky world picked it up. Fat Tuesday, they're posting fat fish pictures. I wish I was a part of some like perch or bluegill forums and be like Fat Tuesday, and they're like, check out this eleven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh! Throw it right into the core. 
Um, yeah, Fat Tuesday for muskies, and there's some big ones being passed around right now. They're 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 impressive. Fish. It seems these fish photos are like, you know, they're not like of I caught this this weekend. This is like the crown jewel of someone's fishing fish career. Yeah, and yeah. yes, there are some really big ones being thrown out there, which then asks the question. Well, how'd you guys phrase that length or girth? I, I was thinking, what, what, what do you when I when I was thinking this? What, what, what trumps what? Length, length over girth, girth over length. What do you think? Hmm. Does weight trump all, or does length trump all? You know, would you be happier to catch a fifty-seven inch, thirty-nine, forty-pound fish, or would you be more happy to catch a fifty-one inch, fifty-two inch, 45. fifty fifty-pound fish, something like that? You know, does weight trump all? Well, it's probably going to for some. Mm-hmm. I guess you got you got to look at what, what what's going on here. Um, in the region that you're at, if you're in a place known for fifties, mm-hmm. and you know, just Lake, let's say X, Lake Saint Clair, known Saint, for fifties, right? Known for fifties. Big big opportunity to get a fifty inch fish there. And when when people come to the dock and they're like, okay, how many did you catch? How many over this? How many over that? It seems length takes less of it. I mean, obviously, people throw around that length thing. That's that's like, oh, this, this, that. But I guess I would rather catch a muskie that looks like like a basketball with a head and a tail than one that's like a baseball bat, mm-hmm. just skinny. Mm-hmm. I can catch a bunch of skinny pike all over the place. But if I'm like, yeah, I legitimately caught a 15-pound pike, that has a little more credence to it. In, at least in the region where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say a really big fish in the region that we're fishing in, if you catch a legit 40-pound fish, a legitimate 40-pound fish, that is a big fish for over here in Pennsylvania, New York State, I would say. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, normally, at least where we're at, if someone says, I caught a 38-pound muskie, the follow-up, is never like, well, how long was it? Mm-hmm. But if you say, I caught a 50-incher, sometimes people will, more often people will be like, well, how much did it weigh? Because, you know, that'd be like shooting a buck with a 22-inch spread, but then they're like, okay, it was at a pencil rack? Mm-hmm. Because that, you know, to get one that is long and weigh a lot, weight kind of adds the... Okay, this is legit. Yeah, this is a big giant fish, not just some mm-hmm. skinny little pencil in the water. And weight weight sucks so bad across the industry. With, I mean, the only way that I'm legitimately getting a weight on these fish is that damn boga. Honest to God, you know, it be, I don't like the girth calculator thing. It still is not. It's still like a hypothetical to me almost it's still it not not an absolute you know what i'm saying no. it's just like man well was it was it 36 to 8 38 pounds or you know if i if i like uh you know there's ways i could do it do it too you know i could 
I could bogo the bag almost to get like just like an idea, you know, put wrap wrap those boga uh, clamps mm-hmm. like around the the, uh, the net, and then I lift it up and I can be like, okay, so this is somewhere in and around where this weight calculator is. But if I have that thing on the boga and I really like lift the thing and just get a quick look, pop, and then turn, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I can see it. Like if it's if it's one that I'm really gonna take my time on, I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I really be like, okay, this is the biggest fish in my life right now. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to know something. I have to have, I have to have this, this memory. You know what I'm saying? This has to be an absolute to me. I don't want to say, okay, well, it was 55 inches, but I don't know. Was it 45 pounds? Was it 40 pounds? What the hell was it? You you plugged in st- you know, three or four different weight calculators and they all come up with, you know, a a margin of error from, Mm -hmm. let's just say, you know, the median 10%. Yeah. And and you're like, well, I've had people say that. And I was like, I'm just going to take the biggest one. Yeah. See, I I wouldn't, (laughs) I would not be that person to take the biggest one. I would say, well, I got, I'm just going to use the mean, you got a, you got a 32, a 30 and a 28. Yeah. You could either just do an average on them or you just pick the middle one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but even still, I'm a, go ahead, Todd. I'm I'm totally a length guy, totally different. I could care less if it weighed eighteen pounds. I want to see that thing hit fifty six inches. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I don't <laughs> think. Going back I, I, I think most people... all the years, no one knew what they weighed. You didn't care what they weighed. Yeah, because you were just catching them. And, How many people uh, will this one feed? Mm. How many people with this one? <laughs> well, yeah, it's not like I don't think that there's people out there that are just you know setting up shop and be like I'm a I'm 100 percent a weight guy. I don't yeah. give a crap about the length. The length is by far the easiest to measure. Accurately. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, definitely. Most people, that's what they're going to get. They're going to get a length, and they're going to be guesstimating a weight. They're going to be You know, taking those measurements, where do you take the girth measurement? What if it's skinny at the tail? What if it's big at the tail? You know. Right. See, I think that, I mean, from what I see on on the computers and stuff, and from what I see where people are targeting air areas, I think people are after the weight. Oh, they are. I think that's where the after, records go. Yeah, I think people are after that you weight. Know, I mean, how many? after that weight. How many? You know, I've seen like uh, you know the tape measure around the belly. You know, look at this. This is legit. Here's my 25 inch girth. Here's my 24 inch girth. Blah blah blah. Um, I think that in the industry, um, weight is trumping all because 50s. It is. 50 posts are popping up all over the damn place. And mm-hmm. all, they all pretty much look the same. They're all the spotted fish. It's all that green water, that, that, that turquoise green water. Here's another 50. Here's another 50. Here's another 50. Um, so, yeah, there's 50s being caught. But those people want to show those. The weight. The, the 50 pound. They, they want the 50 pound fish picture. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they want that gut on that, pit, on that fish. The, it's like we've become so desensitized from the word 50 being thrown around. 
it seems the only time people get excited or like le- legitimately like paying attention is when the word 50 is thrown around and the next word is pounds. Mm. You know. Yeah, I cut a 50 pounder. Yeah. Because that's like a giant bag of dog food. That is, yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. five gallons of water. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but I, I think it's just for the, 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 on the general masses, the ease of the length is fine. And most people aren't going to want to know what their 34 inch musky weighs because it might put them down. When you start talking, you know, when you start talking about giants and you really want to, you know, s- strut around and say that you're the biggest, baddest musky guy, you going off the weight scale, not the length scale. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like I'm a little bit, I guess, the opposite of Todd. I would rather have a 50 pound 52 than, I don't know, a 40 pound 56. I don't know if that those numbers even jive right, but. Yeah, you know, good job in numbers. I think like uh, you know, some of those fifty pounders are looking like they're in the fifty-four, fifty-five, fifty-six range, maybe something like that. Maybe, maybe like say you you have like a borderline fifty pound fish. I still think they're anywhere from like fifty three to fifty five inches. You know, if I had like a true forty or a, a fifty seven inch fish, mm-hmm. yeah, like I don't know what I would choose. I don't know what if I would want that big, lengthy, crazy looking thing that spans all the way across my casting platform, or if I would want that tucked in belly hold you know what i'm saying yeah because you know you catch a big 50 pound 53 inch 53 and a quarter almost 54 i mean that that you're some of those are looking at like that you know and they're just looking like this gut is insane on them you know mm-hmm. and but you hold a 57 out there and you know this thing's maybe 38 pounds 40 pounds maybe mm-hmm. you know um I love this boy, fish. Boy, would that look crazy, you know. The the thing that, that's great about fishing on this is that it's not like you get to choose. Yeah. Whatever hits the net, you're going to be more than ecstatic. Mm-hmm. And because, and I'm just going to, I'm going to take this back to deer hunting real quick. Like when I went to Kentucky, I was sitting there thinking, I've heard stories, people down there, because hunting is a, you choose this deer, this deer is yours. Uh, and I'll just give this this quick story. This this guy was hunting, and off this steep ledge, a doe come running out. Like a 150-inch buck comes up. He shoots it. Boom, dead. A couple minutes later, a 170 crests the hill. There is an amount of regret. Now, you're still happy for your big 150 laying on the ground, mm-hmm. but there was a booner behind it, yeah. and you didn't know it. Mm-hmm. In fishing, you don't get that option. The regret isn't like it's there. It's not like... I guess it could be there. Like if you had this giant Tootsie Roll slob fish sitting next to the boat and then you have this extremely long one and you're like, if I turn left on the figure eight, it's Mm. going to the slob. If I turn right, it's going to the lanky one. (laughs) There is no like decision there. It's whatever hits, that's your fish. You have no control over it. Yeah. So most of the time there's not like a human decision being made. So you're going to be happy with what's caught. 
Now, you mm-hmm. might not be happy, like, I really wanted that 57, instead this 28-bit. Mm-hmm. That's why you then, okay, I'm going to cast again. Yeah. But, yeah. But you can't, but you can be, you can be choosy and fishing for the heavy fish, I think, with time of year. And, with time uh, of year and where and you're there, going. And where you're going. So in that, in that, in that case, you're like, well, I'm going out for, you know, the 50 pounder. I don't care how, I don't care if it's. You know, 50 inches. I don't care if it's 57. I just want this weight. But if I could dream and if I could think about it, as we all do, daydream and stuff like that, I think that I would want a big, stupid long fish hmm. over uh, over that weight. Much more comfortable, too. You know, I'm in that tiller. Those nasty, nasty, nasty weather conditions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i'm gonna go i'm gonna be the weight guy now we're still talking i mean obviously to carry the weight you got to have some length so i mean we're talking yeah. four footers and bigger because you can get some giant 48s oh yeah, yeah. and oh yeah the, the ones that i the pictures that i like and i mean i've seen a bunch of them on facebook and stuff today is i want that fish to where it's i'm struggling to hold it not that I can't pick up 50 pounds, but it's 50 pounds of something alive mm-hmm. that is covered in essentially nature's oil mm-hmm. that's slippery. Mm-hmm. And it has muscles that could kick me around. Mm-hmm. Generally, them big fish behave halfway decent. I like the ones where the people are struggling. They're trying to, like, curl the fish. Mm-hmm. But the fish is, like, wrapping around them. And the fish's gut's just like this big, shiny beach ball there. Like in the in this in the skin looks so tight that if you just put a pin sideways against it, they yeah. could burst. Yeah. To me, I I would like to have one of those. Yeah. Something that's so disproportionately big that people are like, that has to be fake, and you're like, oh yeah, mm. look at the photo. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the queen. Like what I think you're you know like the the Malax queen that came up one mm-hmm. or two years ago. Um. Yeah, those bellies are impressive. But, you know, I guess also when it comes down to it. They do look like a struggle to hold, you know. Yeah, just the people just have this face <laughs> like the. I mean, and, and you can see it. It's somebody. usually not a flattering picture of the fishermen. Thank God, the, like the, you know, the the people are like, like, holy shit, what am I holding here? Yeah, it, it's you know? not yeah. those <laughs> that are holding out like a seven-inch stock trout. They're yeah. like, look at me. Yeah. Um, but, But I guess on the flip side is that. That 50, let's just say 54, that might hit 50 pounds in the fall is probably a reasonable, you know, an average-looking, I guess the average-looking 54. Yeah. That never goes, goes <laughs> in the same average, sense. Average, yeah. Um, a more realistic. It was a 54, but, you know, tell me if you feel me on this. This was an average-looking 54. I mean, nothing spectacular, nothing spectacular about it. <laughs> like, if it was on the 1 to 10 scale, we're talking like 5. It was a 5. Yeah. It was yeah, just it, a five, yeah. You know, I got he, to do that, but yeah, I mean, it, Andy, Andy's got a view. I got a different. Like I said, I mean, I've I've caught forty eights that weighed thirty five pounds. I've caught fifty twos that weighed thirty five pounds. Guess which one I like better? The fifty two. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wait, what about that? <laughs> you know? I, yeah. That's I mean, just that's that's me. But I guess we're also talking at at 52 that weighs 30 pounds. That's great. 48, eh, a lot of them hit 30 pounds where we're fishing. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
right now but up there in Chautauqua. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing, you know, the number, si- the, the length over here in this region isn't, it's just not no. thrown around like it is Mm-mm. once you start, you know, these no. inland lakes around here. Big, big, big deal around here to get a 52. It, it still is, yeah. It still is a, yeah. you know. We catch it a lot. I mean, I'm not going to say it a lot, but numerous 30 pound fish every year. A lot of them are 48, 49, mm-hmm. 47. Cripes have got 46 40. as it weighed 34 pounds, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm a little envious of the guys that are getting all those 52s and 3s and 4s. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the average 54. The average looking 54. Length. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just you know, it's just the territory. We just don't there. hit the length. Yeah, I think that's why we we like the the length. Yeah. Where would you go if you want to get this weight? You well, know? I, I want to clear something up first because Todd brought up an example that I guess I was thinking the one tenth of one tenth of one percent fish. If if you had a giant like this is the fish that the biggest fish you're ever going to catch ever. That's where I was going. But like Todd's example of a thirty five pound forty eight or a thirty five pound fifty two. Those are more obtainable numbers here. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. definitely be like, well, if it's the same weight, give me the length. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but you don't have the options. But I'm talking like hefty, big, giant horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's It's tough. <clears throat> Man, I don't know. I still think I want that long. And that's just crazy, you know. 57. I want a fish to make me look skinny. How about that? I haven't. I haven't seen too many. That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't. I have, got onto yeah. it. <laughs> I haven't seen too many, uh, like, 58, 59s, 60s run out there. You know, I, no, I, I think there was a, a Because jump. there's not that many. Right. Uh, well, of course, but the, but there's bigger, there's, I've, I've seen a, fi- a so-called 57 caught, and then mm-hmm. there was a legit one caught in the tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, and who, else, who who caught the sixty inch? I think it was a. Uh, I think it was from the St. Lawrence. Maybe it was a sixty pounder. That's what it was. It was a sixty pounder. Don't don't even don't even listen to me right I, now. I want to ask. Mess. Todd, Todd's been around this a lot more than me. He seems to pay attention. Todd, have you ever seen a photo or know a, a, a legit source of a sixty inch muskie? Well, I mean, if you look at Larry Amzell, the books he's done, I mean, there have been, I don't even know if he verifies them, a couple 60-inch muskies. So we're, I don't we're even talking know if like they're a totally legit. I mean, Over that's, 150 years, maybe a couple. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to go out on a limb, but I'm going to take a stand here. Unless I actually see, and I, I hate being that guy's like, no picture, it didn't happen or whatever. I'm not sure if there really has been. Is that number, mm-hmm. is that 60-inch mark an obsession or, you know, that beats into uh, belief because the bump board ends at 60? <laughs> yeah, well, feed bump boards it? are new too. But yeah, bump bump boards are bump boards are new. But you know, if you go into the history of the sport, and you know, 
you can listen to what Larry Larry Ramsell's the big guy that's written all the books and studied all those fish. Very, I mean, very, very few. If any, there's been a couple turned into Muskie's Inc. Really? I think I think a couple. Jesus. I, I almost... They were like 60 inches, but I, I mean, I don't know that there's ever been... You know, there's been, uh, you know, I've, I've seen that discussion out there before. I don't know if there's ever, ever been a verified 60-incher. <laughs> and, and that's the key. I'm not dogging anyone that, that might be listening and say, oh, my friend, myself, I know yeah. someone that has got one. I have yet to see one with undeniable proof. And I'm not like some conspiracy. Mm-hmm. It's not like I got a Yeti living out back. Take my word. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what makes everybody all the you know the guys that are actually know a little bit about musky fishing you know when you hear about the six footer the six footer yeah. i'm six foot two that's 74 inches <laughs> at six two a, a 60 incher much smaller than that yeah than than, than six foot and you hear about that. We hear about it all the time. I even, uh, on this, Todd, you might, I'm not going to, I'm going to allude to what this was. I think I told you what I was doing. This is going back several years on one of the local forums, and someone was talking about a musky spot that I like to fish, and, and they were just giving away all this information on the forum back when forums were, were popping. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, screw this. I'm going to let this guy spill everything. And I just kept asking stupid questions and the guy just kept on talking and talking until so many people got on and like stop telling them this stuff and i just was like i'm driving this plane right into the ground well in that conversation (laughs) do you remember that one oh yeah okay yep i know exactly what you mean during that conversation we were talking about a very small river here not the one i normally talk about but uh, Mm -hmm. uh another one and the one guy, I actually knew the guy. He goes, I've seen pictures, and I'm making this voice. I don't know if this is how he really sounds. When, all, when he, in, all impersonation, <laughs> you have to sound like a backdoor yeah, well, heck. You have to because where this is. <laughs> I, I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures of muskies that got caught out of that river. <laughs> no a full-grown man. Its tail is on the ground, folded in its nose is up to the guy's shoulder. Really? Oh, boy. A full-grown man. Yeah. This, 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 this creek sees 50 stocked muskies a year. Yeah. And it gets to 1,000 degrees in the summer. And I'm telling you this right now. If, 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 you were, if I were to take an average cast, I could cast over the creek four times. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think that there's a fish in there that's nose is up to a guy's shoulder and the tail is laying on the ground. It would be six feet long. It yep. would it would be every bit of five and a half foot. But it was a full mm-hmm. grown man. An adult. But anyways, okay. Unbelievable. So it's it, to me it's like when you get up to that size, that length five and a half feet puts it at the biggest muskie ever caught. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. And I hear that, you know, we, you know, we're on the, I do, the, you know, we do the trips, we do the charters. People are like, don't you think there's just this rogue muskie living in here that's like six feet long? I said, no, I don't think. 
well, do you think there's one out here that's this rogue muskie that's five feet long? I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. What do what, I mean, probably, it, probably shouldn't. <laughs> it would be the equivalent of an 800-pound human being. You know, dude, has it happened? Yeah. We talk, we, and we, they we talk it down. <laughs> oh, I'm going muskie fishing. I'm so excited. These things are giant, right? Well, they're not that big. Yeah, <laughs> hop in, kid. Let's go. I, I've I've read all these stories. There, there's there's six footers out here, right? It's all lies. No, no, there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a very real. We we could say that though. Oh, there's. But 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 you get very excited. Like I've had people say that to me, looking. At, oh well, yeah. Well, what's the average fish? What's it? You know, fifty inches of no, not even close. Uh they're like, well, how big are those ones they're holding? I'm like, you're going to be really excited if you get a 42 incher. Yeah, even because that's even a lot of those fish in these pictures you're looking at are 42, 45. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we'll get a really nice one. It'll be 48, 50. Uh, you, but you're going to be excited to catch a 40 incher, and they are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that rogue fish is. You know, everyone's looking for it, but. I think the rogue uh, the rogue fish is something like that Malax queen that was caught. Yeah, you know those things only pop up a couple times a couple times through in a, in a century, really. Yep. I mean, you look back, Andy Andy Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I like to. I, I, after just minutes ago saying that I don't think that there's a sixty out there, I'm now going to go ahead and backtrack a little bit. I think there's. I'm going to go on record. I think there's a 63 out there, and, and this is this is the reason why. Mm-hmm. It's because out of all the humans on Earth, there's always that one guy, and I just yeah. saw it on Facebook. That's seven foot eight. Yeah, and you're like, how is yeah. that possible? But I don't think that that 63 is packing why are those, on. Why are those tall people always terrible at basketball too? I mean, I it's it's like, oh my god, could you imagine the, that? The and it'd like, be like playing basketball. He turns around, he's right at the rim, and it's just like brick. Like, yeah. What the heck was that? It it, it cannot be that the, the fine motor skills on on those limbs <laughs> has to be atrocious. I mean, it, it can't be easy. And uh, but like the one that I that I saw just the other day, this kid looked like he could dunk flat footed. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you not just be like get in the paint, throw me the ball? Yeah. How, and and how, they just catches it and then just goes puts it in the basket. How can turns around yeah, dunks it? How yeah. can that team not be in like this? You know the states. Every year, yeah. All, all you have to do is just get to half court where yeah. the other team has the ball, and then just get ready to walk back down. Yeah. But anyway, so I think that there's one, but it's not carrying a lot of weight, and it might be a really bad swimmer mm-hmm. be- because of that. A really bad swimmer. <laughs> so yeah, nice. Um, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out at least in my small knowledge of. All these in the, the the geographic regions of muskies, I'm gonna say where there is a giant rogue fish living, weight wise. Kinzu. There's something. Mm-hmm. I, I just the, the the amount of water in that. I guess it's it's not really a reservoir, is it? It's a dam. It's flood control. Um. I just think being like a hundred and some feet deep and not really all that wide. I mean, there's a lot of water there. Yeah, I think they're just untouched in there, mm-hmm. and that's just me. I don't Lake Erie, Lake Erie, Lake Erie. Yeah, that great. You know, system. something like that. I mean, you never know what. 
could be out there. Will I sure, we ever I sure get would, to touch those fish? I, sure, I doubt it. I sure would love to see that. I would love to see one of those caught. You know, I'll expand on this in a future podcast. But there, there was a there was a saying that me and Eric they ca- used to but, have. but if they catch one, I'm, I'm sorry, but if they catch one of those things, they have to kill it for it to be legit. You know, so you heard it here see first, people. To, you to, have to people, kill it for people to see it. You know, to be like, here it is. This is guys. This is the the sixty inch, sixty pound fish. Here it is. It does exist. Well, it did. Here it is. Yeah. X-ray, there's not window weights in the stomach either. Yeah. Because, you know, that is one of those, like, let I don't want to say it's a letdown. I've never done it. Where you're like, man, I really want to catch a fish of X amount of pounds. And you, you catch this big, giant fish. And you're like, it's just short. You failure. Yeah. And you just heave it <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> what were you saying about... Oh, just like th- there are times that like when Eric and I would go fishing, it's like we would we would have this saying like if we could just drain the lake right now mm-hmm. and have all the fish there and you could walk around and really see what's there. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that to Kinzu of all places because that lake is kind of spooky. Yeah. And there's Bigfoots around there. Apparently. Finding Bigfoot went there. They didn't find one, but that doesn't mean they're not there. What a mess. Like 60-pound or 60-inch muskies. That's essentially what you're looking for, though. It's like a big foot. 60, 60 Needle pound. in a haystack. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Gets my mind spinning about that. You wonder. So much untouched water. But coming back to it, I'm length. I think, Todd, you want that lengthy fish. Andy's, yep. Andy's weight. I'm weight, but I, I also I want to put in a little asterisk there. I'm weight when it comes to the absolute biggest fish of my life. Yeah. When when we go to realistic obtainable numbers, give me the length. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Like with what we're used to seeing, like what we explained before, you know, the 30, 35 pound 48 or the 35 pound 52. I don't want to be like at the end of the year, hey guys, I got X amount of 48s and 49s. Mm hmm. Because someone else will come up, hey, I got a 50. I'd be like, I just couldn't cross that line. Yeah. So. I've been there many times. Perfect. Todd, you got any uh, thoughts you want to end this with? No. I mean, we're we're good. All right. Yeah. Well, then. Uh, good luck, everybody out there. Go get the 60. And if you catch one, Vance commands you to kill it. So oh, it could get you. paraded to him so he could see it with his own eyes. My God. And uh, come down and see us at the Musky Max this weekend if you're listening to this before this weekend, which is the what is that the 4th and 5th down in Cranberry, Pennsylvania. Uh, come down and see Boshad, big supporter, and Boshad.net. He is working on a new store. And uh, Mark's Bait Tackling Ammo, Ravenna, Ohio. Uh, online stores up Facebook page. He also has his own Facebook page. I'm talking about Paul Frasheria, Dale Wiley, with Wiley Lures, excellent crankbaits, and uh, Jackson Lure MuskyThrills.com. He will also be at the Musky Max. Stop and see them. Let them know that you enjoy hearing us talk about them on the podcast. St. Croix Rods, best on earth, and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Book your trip with Vance and Todd and. 
they said right on this podcast they average 50s. So, <laughs> well, maybe maybe I should have listened better. But if you're this far, you 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 know the right answer. So until then, uh, good luck fishing.